the soothing sounds right here on Radio 2000. You can use that hashtag, however, hashtag soothing sounds on Radio 2000. And there's nothing more exciting than hearing your song on the radio. And that's why we want to play all your favorite songs this festive season. Simply send a voice note requesting six songs, yes, six, to our WhatsApp number 0605842250. And the selection must be soothing and memorable. If your songs get played, use the hashtag soothing sounds on Radio 2000 on your social media to tell your friends and family all about it as well as tag us on at Radio 2000 ZA Facebook it's Radio 2000 as well as on the gram and that is something fun to do this festive season if it is that you're sitting in the back seat listening to Radio 2000 you could do that list the six songs send them through and hey who knows while you're on your road trip you could hear your six favorite songs playing now wouldn't that be something we're talking about benefiting here coaches benefiting and I have to say a coach who has not benefited it's hard work out in the Sassel Championship and now they're the winners is coach Kira Pico of JVW. Coach, a warm welcome to the show and thank you so much for your time. Ah, thank you, Romy. Thanks for having us on your show. It's good to have you. We spoke to Janine van Veek yesterday and she was just humbled and thrilled that seven years of hard work has really paid off. But for you as coach, to see the team where it is and that is in the National League as well as champions of the 11th Sassol Championship, how, I mean, how does that settle a week in? It's really just like it was yesterday, although at the same time it was like it was years ago. <laughs> uh, a few a few minutes ago, I was just watching Bilma and uh, Mambela on television. It's just really amazing that something like this can give players an opportunity to really get their brands out there. And I mean, like you said, over the years, all of the work has really culminated and come together into a really big achievement. Mm -hmm. Do you have a mandate at the start of every season to say this is what we want you to do? Or is there no pressure heaped on your shoulders to actually take the team all the way? No, I feel like there is a bit of pressure. I like to think I've got a strong poker face. (laughs) But it is, you know, I mean, you can just imagine someone like Janine requires excellence and she demands excellence. That's why the club is so successful as it is as a place for development and I mean that goes the whole way from from the junior teams the whole way up to the first team we all work with a lot of pride a lot of passion and we really want to be on top and you know being on top and striving to be the best comes with a lot of pressure at the same time. Mm -hmm. I guess no coaching job comes without pressure and yes you always want to be a part of a winning team but if you take a look back though um and what it is that Sassel has done, yes, to give more than 4,000 women this platform to have access to regular football time. I mean, is it, is it, is it difficult? Is it difficult um, a, a league or a championship to, to be in? I do think so. I don't think that you necessarily win a provincial league by accident. I think it's something that takes a lot of hard work and investment, whether it be time investment from a player's point of view or a coach's point of view, or just match day energy investment. If you look at our Gauteng Sassel League, the whole way down to seventh or eighth place, whether you're at home or traveling away, you're sure of a fantastically competitive game. Mm. So I think, you know, as much as we... You know, we've gone through these three years and we're sitting at a point now where we've come through the provincial and we've won our national championship. It's, 
it is. It's a really challenging thing to come out week in and week out, especially in a city game season. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of time investment from the players. Yeah. But Gauteng is the toughest league, I have to say. And would you say that that really prepared you uh, for the playoffs? Absolutely. I think um, you could definitely see the provincial teams who've gone and played those city game seasons have a lot, a lot bigger competitive edge than the Teams, say, from Eastern Cape, as an example, who have to play a coastal and an inland league, leaving them only 14 games to play. So the week-in, week-out competitive nature of our football and our team really put us on a good foot going into the championship. Mm-hmm. But also if I take a look at, at your team, and I mean, superb football last weekend, Gabriela Salgado, Robin Mudali, uh, the entire team actually, but having former as well as current Banyana players in your team must really stand you in good stead. Absolutely, and I think that's that's something we do have in our corner and something, especially for our development, to really look up to is um, these positive female role models in football and fantastic players, like you said, current and former Banyana players. Having them and all of their experiences is truly a gift for the team. Mm-hmm. Is that the secret, though, to the team, is having that experience, the experience in former players or Banyana players in order to... Um, motivate perhaps the players who haven't gotten onto an international stage yet? I think there is a certain amount of motivation from from that, from that experience, from the international stage. I think the real secret comes down to a little bit more of a human experience and the fact that everyone on that field, no matter if you've played for Banyana, Basetsana, or Bantuana, or a team down the road, you're all the same. Mm. What would you say your biggest challenge has been getting to where you are? I think I think the biggest challenge is just that looking for really competitive football to prepare a team to get them to the highest level. Of course, yes, in the league, it's like I said, we find games week in and week out. Sometimes we find it challenging, you know, to get into hostile situations with partisan crowds, things like that. And I mean, still often to this day, at Saturday games, we sometimes don't have any match officials. So what? we end up having, it's, it's a true thing, it's, but we end up having to postpone games. And then it, it sort of, it breaks the, it breaks the players. Morale, um, yeah. Well, yeah, morale. Because I mean, of course, the players want to be taken seriously. I mean, they want to know that they're playing in a top-notch league, that they're doing the absolute best they can. And things like that, they do come as a bit of a challenge. Mm, mm. Um, but I think the girls being as invested as they are, you know, we've just been very lucky that they bounce back from things like that. And then when we have tougher schedules, when we have to have these games rescheduled and it becomes a very busy prospect ahead, you know, really like the champions they are, they just deal with it. But but that is not, I mean, I, I'm sitting here just flabbergasted by what you said, that you do not have match officials. And do you think that as much as, is being done for women's football in the country with the National League that some people still think that it's a joke. You know, I think the association has well, probably put a step in the right direction creating the National League. And, you know, I think Banyana as well, fantastic qualifying for the World Cup. These are all good things going forward and taking steps in the right direction. But obviously to to remain focused and to do it with the same amount of passion as they would do with other forms of mm. football as well. Mm. So, you know, I'm very happy with the step in the right direction. Obviously, we want everyone to follow through and do their absolute best. Yeah. As you go to the National Women's League now, as winners of the Saint-Saul Championship, 
do you look, take a look at trimming down your team or beefing up? Because I know that there's a big name like Casta Semenya coming in, but are they, you know, moving and shaking? Is that going to be happening? I think every year we've had players come into the team. We've had players go away from the team. So it's really, it's really early in the year. And come January, once everyone's back from holiday, having a real look, getting a feel of what they want to do as players themselves. Obviously, they, they're in charge of their own lives. But like you said, I mean, having someone like Costa, just the image of a professional athlete in football is going to be amazing in itself. But, you know, there's always possibilities of a bit of movement within the team. And don't go easy uh, on Costa, okay, coach? Uh, I certainly won't. And she <laughs> certainly does not go easy on me. Either. <laughs> I mean, it's off season now. It really is time for you guys to celebrate. I know that being champions, uh, th- you should celebrate. There's a lot to celebrate, and it's not just onto the next one or onto the to the hard work that lies ahead in 2020. So, how will you be spending the downtime? I've just been in Cape Town for the last six days, so I'm quite happy. I've I've relaxed and ready to actually go back to Joburg and talk a few things out. But, but generally at this time of year, the players do, they, they travel home to visit family, to visit mm. their parents, and that's pretty much the downtime that they have, getting back home once they finish work and having downtime with the family. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm giving you off. Take another six days, coach. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll just put it at the bottom there, Romy says. Romy says, that's it. You deserve it. But, Coach, thank you very much for making time, for chatting to us, and congratulations once again for being champions. Thank you very much. More than welcome, Coach Kira Pico there of JVW. Just chatting to us, a lot of hard work, as you as you heard. Janine said yesterday, seven years in the making, giving young girls an opportunity to play football, the opportunity that she didn't have. And also, I think, I, I love the older versus younger players in the team, that motivational aspect, your Amanda Laminis, your Janine van Vakes, for them to impart the knowledge that they have to the young Jessica Wade. I mean, she came on um, pretty much towards the end of the game, but I mean, that power in that young woman's legs man she had some clear good chances at at goal Um, so it's really just nice to see women's football uh, getting the attention that it does and I think coach said it she said it's nice that great things are being done but could we also just get the foundation there and have match officials at games and not have postponements? Um, I think that that is a big issue. We talk about refereeing all the time, whether it's good or whether it's bad. And in women's football, we talk about no one pitching to officiate a game. Come on, guys. Come on. We really want to grow women's football in the country. And for things like that to happen is inexcusable. Well, you are on the touchline. It's about 10 minutes to the top of the hour. 10 minutes left. You and I have uh, to chat. Next weekend happens to be Timmy and uh, my last weekend with you until the new year so we're making every single minute count don't forget please our whatsapp line 60 584 go ahead and get in touch